Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build and run a SaaS. I'm Brian. And I'm Benedict. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on with consulting. Today is November 20th, and I'm feeling okay. This is episode number 18, and I am feeling Grand Canyon withdrawals. Ooh. Yeah. So you went hiking in the Grand Canyon last week, right? Yeah, I was I was completely offline. Um I guess so Saturday was well, so la- yeah, last Saturday we drove to the Grand Canyon. It's about a twelve hour drive uh from he- where we are here in Colorado. We camped out at the rim, but then the next morning when we started hiking down, we were out of cell service until we got back out <laughs> the the following Saturday morning. And <laughs> nice. Oh man. It was it was great. It it really was one of the most spectacular experiences I've ever had. Yeah, we did like uh, I think I was trying to figure it out earlier. We, we did about it was about thirty miles, um, which is forty eight ish or so kilometers. Um, yep, sounds about okay. right. Okay, and uh, so we you know we had some super long days and some short days, but man. The whole thing was just, I, I'd never been backpacking like that before. And to do it, you know, completely off the grid, finding water at springs and rivers and just having no choice but to just keep walking forward, man, it was the best. That sounds like an adventure. Yeah. So you basically cut off from civilization entirely. Like there's no way to, I don't know call for help if you get lost yeah or how does I mean, it work yeah if if you're down there i mean if, if if something would have happened to one of us then you know two we, we had a we had a group of eight uh two two of us would have you know depending on where how close we were to being you know back near a trail to the top would have you know just hustled and done that we we're also by the colorado river for much of it and you know we would have been keeping our eyes out for rafters, you know, that sort of thing. But, but yeah, it's not, we didn't, we didn't have like a, you know, a satellite phone or anything like that <laughs> with us. Um, I guess that could have been another backup plan, but, but no, we, we were just out there. Just hoping for the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, but I, I mean, yeah, worked out in the end, right? I mean, did. all eight of you made it back, right? Yeah. No, we, we all made it back fine. We only had, you know, a, a couple of a couple of close calls, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> only a couple. <laughs> yeah. One of the... Gosh, I was... One of my... One of the guys I was... Uh, this, we're, and we're all very close friends. This wasn't like, uh, you know, a, a group of strangers on some guided thing. It was just like a group of eight of us. A couple, a couple guys in the group had experience um, in the Grand Canyon. One guy in particular, I mean, he had, he's used to guide. So he wasn't our official guide or anything like that, but we had a lot of experience. But anyway, one of my mm-hmm. friends, we were fishing and he took a bad step on this rock and slipped. And I, I mean, it, it, he had a giant bruise on his ankle. It could have, it could have been broken and that mm. would have, that would have changed the trip dramatically <laughs> <laughs> if that would have happened. But otherwise, no, just like saw, saw a scorpion or two, um, and, uh, kept ourselves away. And, oh man, it was, it was great, dude. Oh, I, I miss it so much. Seriously. Sounds like you had a great time. Mm-hmm. Big time. So you, I, I listened to your uh, listen to the episode last week. It was awesome. Yeah, uh, very thankful to Peter that he made it. Yeah, 
on the on the call very last minute because I had someone else scheduled, but that didn't work out a very short notice. So um, yeah, Peter was kind enough to rescue me and yeah. jump in. <laughs> yeah, he was great. He was great. It was it was fun to listen to you two. Uh, yeah, and like experience and everything. We talked a lot about branch and. For some reason, he never mentioned that he's going to launch it the next, the very next day. Basically, the day the recording came out, he launched uh, his product, but he nice. never mentioned it once. <laughs> That's, that is surprising. Maybe he wasn't hundred percent sure it was going down. Or... That no, that's, a, huge, that's, sure a, that's such a big milestone. That's such a big yeah. milestone for him. You've been building toward that for a little while. Yeah, that's that's true. Well, um, yeah, now the word is out. So yes. if you've been listening last week and for some reason didn't notice that he launched, uh, <laughs> he launched. So check it out. <laughs> well, t talk to me about user list. You, you, you get some pretty, you get some good news there. Yeah. Like, um, we, I mentioned it last episode. We were think we were thinking about applying for tiny seed and we actually did apply now. So filled out the form, answered all the questions, submitted it. And now it's just. Okay. Waiting wait. for uh, yeah. and, and hoping for the best. Um, we see, like so far, nothing to report. But um, yeah, what's the what was the we'll main reason? There. What was the main reason that that you and Jane decided to do that this time around? Um, so one of the reasons was that we were thinking about going full time for a while now. Yeah, and. Um, There was always the open question uh, with uh, with Claire, like she was basically on as an advisor f until now, and um, she still is. But um, she was basically vesting her shares at a slower rate, and it felt like I, I think I talked about it in a in a previous episode. It felt kind of unfair um, for her to keep vesting at the same rate while um, Jane and I go in full time and put in a lot of work, like. Mm -hmm more than now and she would basically retain a similar amount of shares and we figured that one out so she okay. basically stopped vesting her shares and was there was there like, verbiage uh, or was there a mechanism in your legal documents that that made that very very easy or was it a, a conversation that the three of you had to have and unfortunately you're all three very cool humans and so it worked out um, okay or, or was it like a legal mechanism <laughs> that that helped that happen a little bit of both so we had a conversation about this and basically discussed options um but the very fact that we have this vesting period of like i think it's four or five years like we have like percentages of the company but build up that like full ownership of that percentage over i think five years mm -hmm. and um That allowed us a year ago to basically reduce Claire's rate a little bit, so she would vest slower, and it would take her longer to retain that full, yep. to get that full amount of shares. Yeah, and we used that same mechanism to basically stop okay. uh, distributing more shares to her. So, okay. so we both Jane and I will continue getting our shares, and she will just stop at the. Um, I don't number of shares she has by the end of the year. Yeah. Where did you where did you all get your legal documents done? Um so this was something we had in our initial agreement and um if I remember correctly Jane researched those from like templates of founder agreements and okay. we basically build our own based on two or three resources. Okay. And then when we incorporated we had our lawyer that we hired for 
for the incorporation draft like send over proper legal documents okay. and basically he converted all the stuff we had in our initial founder agreement which was just like a a long document with a lot of uh, rules and okay. um, so decisions you, okay and he converted that into proper legal documents cool so you you the three of you kind of pulled together from templates a a handshake agreement like we're going to work off of this but then yep. you hired a lawyer to make it more watertight yeah basically like that okay. like we used the, the the free form founder agreement for like the first eight months or so until we were at a step where we decided okay we have to properly incorporate this yeah and um yeah that's that's when we when we made a jump and and got proper paperwork i okay. guess that's I I think um people should also listen to uh Jane on Startups for the Rest of Us. Uh that that episode was really really good. Um and one of the things that I was most uh, most curious to to dig into a little bit more was how is how how you all got your legal documents together, like how much how much time that took, how much did you invest in it? And the reason is because Y'all, y'all now have a very good example of uh, what what happens when you get a little bit further down the road, and one of the founders um, need wants to remain involved. It's not you know it's not a falling out or anything, but priorities and, and times are, are shifting, and the three of you have navigated that uh, quite effectively. At least it, it it seems from the outside. I'm sure it was uh, <laughs> like. I'm sure there's more drama or, or something, you know, on the inside, yeah, but, I, but, but whatever, I mean, you, you've, you, you navigated it and I think it would be really helpful to, I was just curious more about the details of how those documents came together and how they were. Helping. I think like I can probably dig up those, uh, those templates we used for the initial founder agreement. Yeah. And, and we can probably link to those in the, in the show notes. Yeah. And I think like all we did right was basically thinking about all the things that could possibly go wrong or maybe not even all the things, but like have a plan for how do we deal with someone leaving the company yeah. from yep. the very start yep. and not start this discussion the moment someone yeah. wants to reduce their involvement. Did did you all have a, did you have a vesting cliff in your? Uh, no, in your, we didn't have a cliff. Okay. It's just it's just a vesting. vesting so you were you were vesting years. you were vesting from day one, and if you left yeah. at month three, then you got those three months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did y'all um did y'all ever talk? A pretty common thing is that you start vesting from day one, but um there's there's a point at which like and it's usually one year that if you leave before a, a period of time, then you lose everything. Did y'all ever talk about using that sort of? approach we talked about it a little bit but we felt like it's kind of unfair because like the vesting is kind of the payment in the first uh in the first couple years yep and we figured that like any contribution from the start is a valuable contribution so we didn't want to have like someone work on it for a year then for some reason have to drop out and then be left with nothing that felt a little bit weird to us so we decided against having a cliff cool yeah that and that makes complete sense a lot of times but yeah okay true because a lot of times when you're vesting there's a cliff but you're also getting a salary in the meantime so there's there's an equal exchange okay yeah that that makes 
That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Cool. No salaries well, so far. Okay. <laughs> well, so um, all right. So you're you're going you're going full time on user list. Yeah. We have uh, to change when? the intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> we no, we'll we'll manage. When when are you when are you going full time? Uh uh in January. January first. January first. Like the the date and, we we plan okay. uh, to to do it, but like there's holidays and stuff, so yeah, we'll probably take a couple more days than that. But like, wow, uh, the plan is to stop all consulting work beginning of next year. Okay, um, whether you get the user list investment or not. Yeah, whether we get tiny seed or not, like this or, is yeah, independent yeah, sorry, from tiny that. seed investment. Um, I, I have a feeling that like getting. Getting some outside money will definitely extend the runway, and uh, like we can probably go full time for like hopefully forever or at least for a very long time. Without it, we'll probably have to start consulting after a couple of months again. Okay, but so, um, yeah, we'll see. Okay, all right. So full time in January. The runway is a a couple of months without. Yeah, I think. Or, or that we haven't fully investment. we haven't fully agreed on it yet or fully talked about it yet. But like in my in my books, it's like six months or so. I can oh, do okay. it. That's more without than a couple. Like, yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> all I I can do. I guess uh, after that, my at least my business bank account starts getting low, and then I should yeah. probably think about okay. filling it up again. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, I I hope that it, those couple months are at least. Um, it will at least help to to move the needle and and yeah move things yeah. forward a little bit quicker than they are they are right now. Yeah, hope and hopefully at least you know with some focus you're able to yeah increase increase the increase revenue so that if six months down the road you do need to do a little bit of consulting, it's yeah it's not the level that that you need right yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. So okay. if my hopes is that we can get to at least a level where we get some money out of it, but yeah, I mean, we have to see. It's it's hard to predict, I guess. Okay, <laughs> but it, it feels like a right decision. Um, it like gut wise, like gut feeling is that we have some traction, and we yeah. just need to double down on it and yes. put more effort in Good and do you. more marketing and get more uh, get more leads on the website and get mm-hmm. more trials and mm-hmm. yeah just put in more effort into this compared to now where we're doing it uh, on the side split focused yeah 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 uh were you and were you and jane on pretty much the same page in terms of timing and runway and are you are you in similar situations or is that kind of a bit of a is there some communication going there as well about how much you can each give to uh as i said we haven't fully agreed on on the on a um deadline for like how long we're going to do this without yeah. uh, any outside investment uh, but like i think it's like 6 months or so all right we should okay we we should seriously have jane on like maybe after you know in the in december to yeah. get some thoughts on getting that <laughs> kicked can totally off do that, that. Dude, that's big that's really big news yeah, I hope it works out. Okay, um, I mean, yeah, it's a gamble. <laughs> how, how are you? How are you ra- wrapping up your consulting projects? How's that going for you? Um, it's okay. Um, 
Or like my current consulting clients aren't thrilled about it, but they kind of understand. Mm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's a little bit sad, especially um, with one project. I, I'd love to keep going, but then again, it's split focus. Yeah. And it yeah doesn't really help. So I'm uh, basically turning out turning down new work and trying to wrap up everything that's still ongoing. Basically, get it done before the end of the year, so I can start fresh. Yeah. In the new year. <laughs> wow. Okay, big news. Yeah. Big news. Yeah. Big Indeed. news at userlist.com. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. We migrated the website <laughs> yeah. from yeah, uh, from io to dot com. That that was an interesting day <laughs> because like uh I don't like that. like we're using WordPress at site SiteGround and uh, their backend and configuration interface is super weird. So for for a while, some pages would redirect to new domain, some would not, and it wasn't clear why. Like, yeah, yeah it took a while to figure it out. But okay. now it it looks like everything's probably re- redirecting. I think Google already picked it up. So, yeah, that's All good right. as well. What's what's new with you? Like, do you have a name for your uh, new thing? I <laughs> I am star- I'm really kind of zeroing in on foothold. Um, foothold okay yeah um and well actually let me get it okay but so so here's uh here's kind of what i've been tinkering around with um foothold and then tagline is make remote work Uh, and here are a couple of like different like statements that i've been tinkering around with foothold is a feedback tool for remote teams that drives employee engagement by fostering connection and support rather than performance centric okrs or uh, Foothold is a feedback and engagement tool for distributed teams. Foothold helps your remote employees feel a sense of connection and support by focusing on mental wellness rather than performance-centric OKRs. So and just like different variations off of that. Um, so I've been bouncing those around with a, in a couple of different Slack groups and, and with some friends with my mastermind group. But so one, one piece of feedback that a couple of different people gave me was like... Um, staying away from like the mental wellness phrase like we are not that this tool is not a a psychiatrist or a counselor or a therapist Mm. like it cannot do that for you um definitely think that there are things that it can it can measure and make suggestions and like remind you to do things that are going to be good for your your mental well-being but stay away from that just do like it's a feedback and employee engagement tool, but not the lame ones that just want to know about performance. We're like trying to foster connection and humanity. So like, like threading that needle between this is not a, this is not a mental wellness app and Mm -hmm. it's not a business intelligence app either. It's like something specific for that remote teams need to deal with that fits right in between. Um, So that's so that's where it's at. I'm starting to settle in on that name and starting to work on some taglines and positioning statements. Cool. Did you did you acquire a domain name yet? Or should, we, should you do this like later today before this pub, uh, well, before I, we publish this episode? I don't nah. <laughs> I, I don't I'm not hundred percent set on the name to, to begin with. Although okay. I do think I do think it's kind of cool. Like I would see I can see a bunch of, you know, outdoor and adventure iconography forest green beige like that sort of uh, color scheme that vibe like a mascot that's like you know uh, a rock climbing 
like guide kind of a of gear and so like all all of that i'm i'm down with um foothold.com is obviously it's already taken somebody is like camped out on the foothold twitter handle since you know they've got like 12 tweets since 2012 i really wish twitter had a better process for um (laughs) for for getting rid of abandoned uh abandoned accounts um that's like it would work pretty of, well for us. <laughs> yeah, no, y'all, yeah, you totally, you get user list. Like, yeah, out of the just out of the clear submitted the form. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it was easy. Maybe try it as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, wait. Somebody the user list user user list had was registered but abandoned. Yep. Oh, I yep. didn't know that part. I thought it was just that it hadn't even been registered. No, it was. Um, it was a um, an existing account not used since like 2010 or so. Okay. And we filed an impersonation in, uh, claim with uh, Twitter, which they rejected because like the person wasn't impersonating, they impersonating us. You. Yeah. But they mentioned, hey, this account is inactive anyway. So if you want it, just let us know and we'll rename your existing account or create a new one. Cool. And it okay. was just like, in that very reply to the to the initial request, so it was super easy. All right, well, I will keep that in mind. Give it a go. Yeah, I'll give it a, <laughs> give it a go. What what does uh, how does that name strike you? Uh, foothold. Yeah. Um, me as a non-native speaker, I'd have I'd have to look it up like for the yeah definition. I mean, I have a rough idea. What's your rough like, idea? Well, something climbing related, I guess. Now oh. that you that you mentioned oh, it, oh yeah, okay, um, sorry, yeah. But um, like for the correct translation, let me let me just look it up. Like this, but I mean, this is a small thing. Hmm. It's just me. It is definitely something I need to think about, though. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Are you? Are you? I'm I'm not a, like I'm not into climbing vocabulary mm-hmm. um even in German so mm-hmm. I learned a new German word I, was I say, guess. are you are you reading the <laughs> are you reading the German right now will you read it yeah, in I'm, German uh it says like three words come come as a translation der halt die auftrittsbreite und die stütze um so yeah but let's super that's essentially super generic it yeah there's nothing like with even with those three words, nothing comes to mind like an object that I can imagine. Like mm-hmm. it's still super generic. Mm-hmm. Okay, what it what it basically means is it's a that it's a very reliable like a foothold is not like a toehold or a pinch hold. And, I, and I'm not even a, I'm not much of a climber. Uh, I'm not a climber. Um, it's it's like yeah, it's a very stable place that you can. Uh, that you can uh, put your put your foot to continue to gain a new ground. Um, mm-hmm. There's a phrase uh, in English, "gain a foothold," and that basically means to get yourself into a position to make very reliable progress without much fear that you're going to lose the mm. that that position that you're putting your 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 foot. So okay, I see I see why it, why it makes sense for for your product, yeah. like. There's that's that's the connection evolving yeah. there. <laughs> there's, defi- there's definitely like a lost in translation 
issue though right yeah yeah that's that's exactly it um okay like, from the top of my mind it doesn't make super uh, sen- like it doesn't make a lot of sense in the first yeah. place but like yeah. um that's only me as a non-native well i mean that's yeah it's a, it's a considerable <laughs> percentage of people i'm gonna be uh trying to pitch this thing to so uh, but then I again mean, i mean or i mean remote it's a product it doesn't by default yeah yeah that, that that that's one aspect and also um i mean it's a product name it doesn't have to make sense in a, <laughs> it's nice when it does but like yeah. it's not a requirement yeah all right well i'm gonna keep okay i'm gonna keep uh keep rolling it around i the 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 concept if anybody's listening and has some different ideas like the concept of what i described about why i think that foothold is so is so right right on the money um in terms of uh you know vibe like you're out on an adventure you're trying to get somewhere and there's a very very safe and stable way to 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 make that um curious if anybody has any any thoughts hit me up (laughs) Uh, and don't don't register the domain name from out from under me and then make a suggestion (laughs) and then reach out yeah right Let's see. What, well, what else is new? Yeah, I guess so. The I, I left a, a handful of, you know, hey, this would be great if I am, um, you know, to my developer uh, is helping me get this get this thing going. Um, you know, getting ready to be gone for a week. I'm going to be completely offline. But here are a couple of things that would be great to to see um, when I get back. And so uh, it's it's certainly not in a position that it could be submitted to Slack's app directory. Like I don't even have a. I don't even have a website with terms and condition, privacy policy, that sort of thing. But it is now in a place where it can be installed via URL. Um, and so I can share it with somebody, explain, hey, Slack's going to put a bunch of additional you know, notices in front of you, but this is why. Um, so it can be installed across multiple, you know, multiple workspaces. Um, the onboarding is... <sighs> it's just so clunky. Like it just like <laughs> it, Oh, it just like makes me itch. But, um, uh, but I just, I got to get over that and start trying to start trying to sell it to some folks. Um, because it is now in a place that like, Oh yeah. Okay. I can squint and I can, I can see this working. Um, so I, I got to do that. I, uh, I yet just yesterday morning, I interviewed, um, Ben Orenstein for, uh, my other podcast, bright and early. Um, Cool. And like, <laughs> actually, no, no, no. It was it was Monday, um, not yesterday. It was Monday at nine a.m. So I was like, first thing coming out of the you know Grand Canyon <laughs> vacation is boom, like on a podcast interview with Ben. But um, so it was like zero to seventy. But a uh, really good part of the conversation is talking to him about how uh, how much pre-selling he did for Tuple. Um, and that I've, I found that to be pretty inspiring because he was, he was out there selling it and running credit cards before the product existed. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Whoa, how does, how does that work? Um, I, I get that, you know, you can get, you would get a commitment, um, and take the credit card, but not run it until you've delivered the product. And it's like, no, no, no. The way we described it was we're, we're going to, we're going to run this now. You're paying for an annual plan. We're going to run the card. We're going to use this money to hire some contractors and help us make progress, but we're not going to start the clock on your annual plan until we've delivered it. Yep. Um, 
And so I, I was, I was, that, that felt like a good kick in the pants, you know, to, to me of like, Brian, there are ways forward and you know it. And the advice there's that no you, excuse. Uh, there's no excuse. <laughs> and the advice I always give to clients is, Hey, yeah, you got to shit before you're proud of it. Blah, blah, blah. All right, buddy, <laughs> put your money where your mouth is. Um, gosh, so funny to be on both sides at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much harder to apply that advice you always give to, to your consulting clients, yeah. to your own business. Yeah. It's always, yeah. It's always easier to like give good advice and to see the obvious way forward when you're not the one at the center yeah, of the point of yeah. view. Yeah. That's just a but way like, of life. The, the presetting thing is really helpful. Like we did the same thing for user list. Um, basically the exact same setting thing? up. A, yeah. The exact, okay. the exact same thing. Um, we had a, had a small landing page up and asked people for their credit cards and then basically s ran the credit card right away and um, applied credit to their Stripe account. And once they started using user list, we would start using that credit um, combined with the coupon code. So I think we sold it at, you get six months of user list at 30% off or something like that. Okay. And once they started using it, we would, um, well, actually, yeah, we onboarded them earlier, but at some points we decided the product is good enough. So we start charging and then we basically used their pre-sold credit um, until it was like used up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how, I mean, how, how much, how much pushback did you, or did, I mean, push, I'm, I'm imagining like pushback or needing to do refunds. Like what, what problems came up, uh, in that, that you had to overcome? Um, none. Okay. Um, so it, we, well, I have to admit we sold, we sold fewer, spots than we anticipated and we said like we want to at least sell i think it was like we want to at least sell 10 uh pre-selling pre uh, seats or whatever mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we only sold five but um we felt good enough about uh, the quality of the the interested people that we decided okay this is probably worth it and we'll continue doing it there's still a um so of those five, I think only two actually started using user list. So I think there are three that we still potentially have to refund. Um, but so far they haven't asked for it. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. And that, and those, the, that money is spent presumably, but the credits exist against that person's account. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The, the money, we spent that money immediately to yeah, right. hire the lawyer for the, <laughs> right. okay. for the paperwork. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bring it back to full full circle. Yeah. yeah um, <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, that's more inspiration. Just need to get my butt in gear and do yeah. it. And like, if you want, like, back then I wrote a super, super small Rails app that would just has a form on it and... Uh, um stripe integration to to charge the card oh if you want a code for that uh, yeah just let I me would, know yeah i would i do yes please <laughs> um no problem i can send yeah. it over okay I, I i i will say i don't think i lean on the fact that you're a much better rails developer 
than I am. I don't lean on that enough. I was struggling with something yesterday for one of my clients and I was like, how do, what is going on here? And I'm sure it was just like super simple for for you and for my friend Richard, who I've mentioned a bunch of times, just like yeah. banging my head against the monitor, feeling like this is a 15 second fix for either of these two guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I mentioned it before. Uh, please just reach out. I'm happy to help. Cool. 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 All right, what what uh what else, man? Um, yeah, I that's about it. Like, I made okay. some progress on on the app, uh, but nothing revolutionary. Um, just like finish the UI for the in-app messages, like uh-huh. on the on the user list side, yeah. you can now select the channel and stuff like that. Cool. Um, oh, I guess, and I all kinda... that. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. And all the the refactoring I did a couple of weeks back really paid off. So now I have two different types of messages in the system, one for email, one for web, and they use different renderers and produce different, uh, basically different rendered message. One is an email, one is just an HTML snippet and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the the only thing, uh, well, it's still a lot, but like the only thing missing is um, building an API for that. So the in-app widget can pull the data and then show it so hopefully okay. i can get something working by the end of the year <laughs> okay well okay that's so that's what i was going to ask is if because you're, you're going full-time in january and you need to wrap up all of this client work are you are you and jane sort of giving yourself permission to say okay well, the next the next number of weeks here might be like 80 to 90 percent client work and we're gonna not make very much progress on user list or how What's your, what's your balance going to look like? Yeah, like uh, do as much user list as possible. But of course, like wrapping up the consulting projects is the main priority. So yeah. if yeah. for some reason I don't get to work on it for a lot, then that's just how it is. Like, yeah. yeah. I think it's sense. more important to wrap it up at the end of the year, like the consulting project, than to drag them on into January and basically continue the situation with having two things on our plate mm-hmm. uh, for longer than necessary. Mm-hmm. All right. But still, if I can f- ship a first version of in-apps <laughs> before the end of the year, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be big. That would be good. Yeah. Okay. Well, show notes at uh, slowandsteadypodcast.com. Yeah, that's 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 right. I've dig up the links to the to agreement templates and uh, yeah it was great. nice talking to you after so, not talking to you last week <laughs> yeah no it was good to, it was great to catch up uh it's funny to listen to you and peter um <laughs> and uh oh and I'll, and also to listen to that episode with with jane on startups for the rest of us and just hearing more about what's going on at user list i was like oh can't wait to talk to benedict about this stuff <laughs> this is big yeah yeah that was a great episode Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Benedict, great to catch up with you. Have a good week. Yeah. See you next week. Bye.